far and away, the best prize that life offers is a chance to work hard at work worth doing. This is said by Theodore Roosevelt. Welcome to Pointers and Ten, where we take little steps towards big changes. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where in the world you're listening to us. Today, I'll be talking to my guest, Amisha Dai, to know if you're all cut up for jobs or if there are specific jobs that we have to chase based on some interest we have. So I'm going to start the conversation now and ask Amisha Dai to tell us about himself and what he does. Hi, Lily. Yes, I can hear you. Hi to all your listeners. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Just a quick background to who I am. I, I studied electrical engineering back in Kwame Nkrumah University of Science and Technology. So I have an engineering background. But right after university, I joined the Meltwater Entrepreneurial School of Technology to study software development and business. So MES teaches you how to start your own business as a software entrepreneur. And I think that that is where I got real character development and then also shaped who I have become now. So right after joining MEST, I was able to start my tech company, Flippy Campus, which allows, at that time, was allowing university students to get access to information on their campuses. So the story goes like um, one of my co-founders back in university woke up to go and write a paper. And when he was going to the exams hall, everyone was coming out of the exams hall. The paper was finished. They had finished writing the paper. <laughs> yes, because they had changed the time, right? They had changed the time from 10 o'clock to 7 o'clock. And the only way they had given the update was on the notice board very late. And so he was going with the old timetable, but everyone else had gotten the update, and for some reason he didn't. And although it might seem peculiar to just him, it was something that I could also relate with, even though I was in a different university than he was. I, in university, was in charge of publicity for my, for my college, and then later I was president for one of our engineering clubs. And we would always post notices for meetings and we'll get low turnouts because they would our members would say that they didn't get the notification early even though we're doing all we could so we thought it was a exactly so we thought it was a good problem to solve and we set out to solve that no i think i have also um some experience with that well not experience i've I've encountered something like that um in final year oh wow a colleague also missed the paper because he thought the time was later whoosh Yes, and this was okay. Hey, great. So, so to... our problem is validated. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. <laughs> right. So, um, even though we had this problem <laughs> to solve, right. we couldn't continue working on Flippy Campus because of a few challenges that we had that I think will also be relevant for the conversation that we are having today. One of the challenges was, as a, as a company, we were focused on our consumers, which were students, who weren't willing to pay for the app. 
but we right. didn't find it a challenge because we we argued that we would find people to advertise on our platform so we didn't have a problem selling to students at at our peak we had about 300,000 monthly active users and we had had about 1 million downloads so it it wow. wasn't really a challenge for us but the challenge was when we had to now make money from the number of users that we had and selling ads became a challenge and i think that that is one of the things that um most of the entrepreneurs that we work with nowadays face they are quick they are quick to jump onto the idea but fail to think through the business models but let me just let me just round up mm, that's true Ah, okay. I'm currently doing. So I, I was saying that Flippy Campus failed after two years because we couldn't monetize. But through that failure, I got an opportunity to work with a fintech startup called Blue Space. And Blue Space provides tech solutions right. for banks and government financial institutions. So we provide all their tech needs from end to end, from cybersecurity all the way to value added services. And because of my experience in the startup industry, I was I was joined into the team as a value added services lead, and then later as innovations operations lead wow. to handle our role at the Ghana Innovations Hub. So I'm currently working as the programs manager at the Ghana Innovations Hub, Innovation Hub, on behalf of Blue Space Africa. And uh, that's been a journey, and we want to congratulate you, you on such great feats. And so let's go on to the next question. So you shared that mm -hmm. how you work with um, startups and the work you do also. So from your interaction, do you think people like what they do? Great. So I think that it's a great question, first of all, Lily. And I think that it's a balance of two worlds, of multiple worlds. Right. In my work working with startups, I have found that some are genuinely searching for meaning right and in in that search for meaning they are chasing the noise or they are chasing what people are saying so i've come across Ghanaian youth genuinely looking for what to do with their lives and because of the li the limited information in their spheres they they don't know what to choose and so they go ahead with what people say are are good jobs so if you take when we were growing up Lily, and i'm going to assume that you and i are around the same um age so uh, when you take when we were growing up our parents would recommend either medicine or engineering or any sophisticated job like law right because that's what they thought was making money now what is trending is tech tech entrepreneurship because of the bill gates and the and the snapchats and the facebooks or something along the line of athletics so i'll take my younger brother for instance he's just finishing senior high school and he's stuck between a rock and a hard place not knowing what, what to do after senior high school and so he asked me what are his options even though he's studying science yeah. and because I have experience in the tech startup industry. I expose him to the knowledge I have in that field. 
However, he's also interested in geography and he wants to know what he can do with geography. Mm. But as, as his big brother, I don't have much experience in geography. And so I'm limited to the information I have, which is either geological engineering or geomatic, although he wants to do maybe something with yeah. National Geographic. So I find that it is also based on the information available for these people. Mm. By that, I mean career guidance, etc. And due to the people that they ask and due to how, how limited their knowledge is, it will influence what they end up doing. That's true. So I think that, yeah, it's very important that we are able to expose the generation after us to more opportunities, especially now. Lily, it will shock you that there is someone who makes thousands of CDs yeah. from just using his hands to take pictures. So he's a hand model. Wow. Not even his face, his hands. And he moisturizes his hands 30 times a day just because he uses his hands to take pictures. And he makes thousands of CDs. Interesting. Yes, I'm very serious. I recently came across it in Business Insider. But nobody in Ghana will probably know about this and they will not even know that hey by the way i can just wash my hands and moisturize my hands regularly and be able to make an income exactly right interesting <laughs> so, maybe i should start yes right <laughs> <laughs> if you have beautiful hands yes. you should you should so that's the first category the second category i i believe are people who are genuinely pursuing their their interests right their passions and because I'm in the tech space, I'm still going to limit it to the tech space and say that these are young people who are enthusiastic about technology. They can code anything for you. They can play with Arduino boards, etc. And so they are pursuing their passion, but they don't have the business skill sets to be able to convert their passions into businesses. And this is where I bring in the conversation of Flippy Campus. Mm. If you take my co-founders and I, we were passionate about technology. We had all these amazing ideas on how we could code all these different features into the app. And that's what we did. Yeah. We built a lot of features into an app, but we couldn't sell it, mm. right? And because of that, we had to shut down. So I think that there are people who genuinely have passions for specific industries, but will also need some guidance and coaching as well. And this is where I'm happy to say, this is what I do at the hub and also as an innovation coach, I can help with that. Thank you. So these are the two types of people. Mm. Yes. So I think I've identified. I think mm -hmm. after after a third question would um okay how to reach you so people who are interested in mentorship or guidance on these paths would also reach you. So we want to know now what are some of the pointers for you to identify exactly what interests you. Okay, great. These are beautiful questions, Lily. <laughs> One of, one of the things I always encourage young people I'm mentoring to do is to take a personality test. Mm. And the reason why I encourage them to do it is because you will be able to find out at a very early stage how, how you respond to internal and external influences. So by internal influences, I mean... How do you relate to other people? How do you handle pressure? Yeah. What's your approach towards failure? Mm. You find out that a lot of smart kids 
growing up, because they are smart, they are always they are always told that they are smart, and so they have an aversion to failure. By that I mean because they are not used to failing. When they enter the real world and they start failing, they start to shrink back. They suddenly their worlds are shattered, and they can't believe that they are failing at at anything. Yeah. So there's a book, there's a book by Carol S. Duet called Mindset, which speaks on this. Wow. So I, I really encourage people to take a personality test. Two of my favorites are the Enneagram test, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, mm-hmm. which shows how you respond internally and externally. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is the Myers-Briggs test. Yeah. Very popular. These two, yes, these two are wonderful. If you don't take any other tests apart from these, I think that it will give you some information about yourself to be able to know what you like and what you what you are good at. And then the second one I would advise people to do is experiment a lot, especially when you are not known, right? Mm-hmm. Before you are brought into the limelight, you want to experiment a lot. And what do I mean by experiment? Now, because of all these MOOCs available, these are places, by that I mean, places where you can take online courses, right? edX and Data Camp and Free Code Camp. You will be able to try your hands on different type of knowledge areas to know which ones that you lean towards. And then you can have hardcore skills like coding all the way to soft core skills like communications, etc. And I think that this will help you at a very early age to be able to find out where your strengths and your weaknesses are. That's true. Apart from taking, apart from taking online courses, you can also volunteer a lot, right? And volunteering does a few, it does a few things for you. It, it gives you on-the-job experience, and it also gives you the opportunity to learn from the people who are doing what you want to do in future. Yeah. So back, back in university, I was part of a group called the National Society of Black Engineers. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of voluntary work. So we would go to universities and senior high schools and also counsel them and give them. We would either do free classes for the JHS students about to write BEC or for the SHS students, we will give them career guidance and counseling. And I realized that through those volunteering activities, it's even influenced the type of person I have become. So now I coach professionally, but I started way, way before in uni. And this was something that I was volunteering. So I think that volunteering is a great way to also find areas of interest. Interest. Yes. Another, Mm -hmm. Another way to do this is also observing, right? You can notice things about you that trigger you. Yes. And by this, this is very, this is very close, close to or tied into taking a personality test. So once you've taken a personality test, you begin to notice certain things about you. And also by observing how you respond to certain things around you, you'll be able to 
know, okay, um, am I the vociferous type? Am I the outgoing type? Am I the the advocating type? Mm-hmm. If I see people suffering in a specific area, do I speak out against it or do I just go and write about it? So by observing these things, it helps you to know areas in your life that you have personal interest in. And then finally, this is something that we can all do, and I encourage that we do, is by asking those closest to us. Mm. So I was very impressed when a friend I look up to sent me a Google form with questions about himself to answer for him. So he was doing... Yes, it, it was amazing. This is someone I really respect. And then he sent me a Google form asking me questions about him and what I thought his weaknesses were, how, would I, how I would summarize him in one word, if there are any areas in his life I thought he could improve. This is right? Yeah. So I think that is, we can do the same thing, especially when we are on the path to self-discovery. Just ask those closest to you, your friends and your family members, they are the ones who see you in your, in your all, right? Yeah. And so you can ask them to be very candid with you. Right. So, Lily, I think that these are great areas to yeah. at least pay attention to and should help. Yeah, very true. And thank you for sharing. So we've learned that you have to explore. You can take personality tests. You can do survey with people closest to you. And find exactly what is of interest to you. So while you get into the limelight of stardom, of career, of everything, you can do the exploration before you finally settle on something to do. So thank you so much, yes. today. We've been able to gather pointers on how to find what interests us and how to not join only what's trendy, but to know where I mm-hmm. life fully and how to play well there. Thank you so much, and thanks for being on our podcast today. I want you Remind everybody that in the spirit of community and in the spirit of finding answers together, we'll catch you on the next episode of Pointers in 10. Thank you so much, Amish. Thank you. Great. Thank you too, Lily. It was an honor.